Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast. I think that this world, it needs men that are willing to make the hard call. Central Maine's best comics podcast, by default. Ain't no thing like me, except me. Here are your hosts, Zach and Jared. Matt's coming. No. When do we start? What up, dog? Comic Con? What up? <laughs> That's not the reaction you should have had. Just treating like that was a normal thing for me to say. I mean, it's not, but I accept it. If, don't. Please don't. Well, <laughs> please don't accept me to say, what up, dog? I accept you for who you are, Zach. It ain't that. No, it certainly isn't. Oh, boy. We just chose Pack to the Gills this week. Yes, it is. Yes, because, it is. Because we had no news for like three weeks. It's pretty much all news. It basically is all news. You know what we got this week? News. Comic-Con. Comic-Con news, it happened. It it came out, it dropped all the news everywhere, unless you're DC, and then you did basically nothing. Well, typical. I'm, I didn't even check with you if you watched all these trailers. Did you watch all these trailers? Uh, we'll check them off as we go along. <laughs> there we go, bitches! Uh, That's how we do. Yes, it is. It is exactly how we do. Uh, I was I, actually I, I, I meant to text you and say, can you give me a checklist of what I need to watch? To be fair, uh, there was a movie that we're going to watch for this week that I just didn't bother doing. And I watched it. So, well, compared, I wasn't expecting you to be ready. proactive. Yeah. Like I, you, were, you were like days ahead of time. You're like, yeah, I watched this. I'm like, shit. Yes. I was entertained. <laughs> Unlike that uh, one time we watched a Fantastic Beast movie and you just faked it because you never saw it. That's true. And I left an egregious error in there to see if anyone would call it out. They didn't, but you know, you totally faked that movie. I did fake it. Yes, <laughs> it was some Ezra Miller fact too. Not often do I do that, but whatever. There's so there's so much. There's just so much. All we're right, not, we're not even touching on all of it. We're just touching on some of it. There's a yeah. There's a lot. It was a big week. So let's go straight from uh, this preamble straight into the nudes. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's time for the news. Spider-Man. Yes. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. What about him? Uh, there's going to be an anime. This is already announced, but we saw yeah. the first images of Spider-Man freshman year, the supposed prequel to all the Spider-Man stuff uh, with a sequel announced Spider-Man sophomore year. Ooh, okay. Except I don't I don't know how it works. I God, you're holding in those sneezes so well. Thank you. You. I'm surprised you didn't like blow a blood vessel. I thought, oh, Jesus. I, thought I thought for a moment my lungs were going to explode. <laughs> you really kept those in. Yes, I did. Wow, I'm kind of going across. I'm seeing stars. But whatever, Spider-Man Freshman Year, an animated series coming to Disney Plus, where it's going to uh, not be Tom Holland will not be voicing the role. It'll probably be the same guy that did it in um, like the Marvel what Zombies if? episode. Yeah, who was really good. He he sounded yes. kind of exactly like him. I, this is just an assumption, I should say, but it's going to involve like um, his best friend's going to be Nico from the Runaways, who carries the staff of one, and like she cuts herself, and she can only do like one spell ever. Okay, so if she's like levitate, she can only do that once. If she's like turn your brain into chicken soup, she can only do that once. Well, if you really need chicken soup, it's good spell to have. Could she turn like turn other things into chicken soup, or could she only turn I one thing into chicken soup th once? There's a chicken soup limit, I believe. So she can be like. Turn this couch into chicken soup. Yeah, no. I Turn think, that book into chicken soup. I think once the brain is chicken soup. You can no longer create chicken soup. If she does that in the show, I I made that. Just saying. That's fair. <laughs> that was, That's so fair. That's the piece of bullshit I came up with. I like it. But they, they showed a bunch of villains that... That's where it gets a little confusing. We're like, oh, look, there's Doc Ock. Look, there's yep. Norman Osborn as his mentor. Look, there's the Scorpion. Who so like him like giggling about like oh is your name like Otto Octavius and then there's another Doc Ock in there. So you know I'm sure Marvel didn't forget that that happened, but on on face value there's it could be alternate universe as well or whatever or something totally separate. But they're pitching it like it's a canon thing. Okay, but it's hard to figure out what that means so far. But again, I don't think that like they forgot. Like, oh, remember that Spider-Man movie we had with like Doc Ock and the Green Goblin, and he acted like he had no idea what those things were, or the Scorpion, or all, yeah, like the other number of characters. So I don't know. Um, we'll see. But the oh boy, might as well just call this Daredevil Con because one of the other things that was announced is um, Daredevil is going to be in the show, voiced by Charlie Cox. Yes. Did you did, did you know this? Or are you just no? But I was also gonna say, did you see the quote from Kevin Feige about the Daredevil costume? I don't know if it was like I didn't 
hear the audio of it. it may have been just a meme, but Kevin Feige was saying that like he still didn't have that traditional costume yet because it's going to take all 18 episodes to earn those double Ds. That's what he said. He definitely did not say that. Somebody, well, then the internet lied. Yeah, that he. I guarantee Kevin Feige, face of like Marvel Disney, did not say he's earning those double Ds. That was like that thing going around the internet this week saying that there was like uh, a bird called like the hot-breasted milf. It's not a thing. I mean, that'd be a kind of a cool bird. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Also, Doctor Strange is going to be in the show, so we'll see. I don't know how it's all going to work, but, you know, I got faith that they haven't forgotten the movies that happened. Who's texting you? Oh, it's uh, Brandon's birthday tonight, and they went out, and they're, they ran up a $200 bar tab during happy hour. Over for them. Speaking of, because you, you already spoiled this, Daredevil is back, bitches. For 18 episodes. Yeah. Daredevil, the Netflix show that went on for three seasons. Um, one of them is fantastic. Two of them are fine, and the Defenders is dull. Dull as shit. Okay. He's back, baby, for Daredevil Born Again, the storyline that kind of happened in season three, based on the uh, Frank Miller, David Mazzucchelli run, also with a, a sprinkling of uh, Kevin Smith's, whatever that was called, Guardian Devil. There we go. Okay. Got there. Kevin Smith had a cameo in the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie. Yeah, movie sucks. Don't worry about it. No, I don't. But yeah, so I mean, most of these Marvel Disney shows are uh, six to ten episodes. This one's 18. Yeah, I know. That's what shocked me. <laughs> They're like, hey, we're all about Daredevil in this world because also She-Hulk trailer. Yes. You see that? Nope. You fucking kidding me? Am I watching it right now? No, we okay. don't have time for that. All right. It's coming out next month. It looks phenomenal. I, you really didn't see the She-Hulk trailer? I didn't realize there was a She-Hulk trailer. I tried to glean everything. It looks amazing. I'm so excited for the show. The show looks so fun. It looks like they're doing a lot from the John Byrne run of the early 90s, including, mm -hmm. this is the first time we've seen this, uh, she's breaking the fourth wall. Really? She's she's So very much like, like Deadpool does. She did it before Deadpool. Okay. But like, it's going to happen in the show? Yeah. But so we, we get more of uh, her. We get to see a little bit of the Wrecking Crew, which is going to be a lot of fun. They're like these super powered guys. They're like, we have a crowbar. We have, I don't know, other industrial weapons. Here's a guy who swings a ball and a chain and the other two. And the other guys. So question. There plenty of Ruffalo in there. As we're, as we're diving into this, last week we talked about Marvel fatigue. Oh, I'm excited about She-Hulk. I think okay. it looks great. The effects look better, and we're going to talk about things being released to the masses in a couple of minutes as far as, like, compression rate. Yes. But it, it looks really good, but as she is a attorney at law, the trailer ends with Daredevil doing a flip. Ooh. He's a fucking flippy boy. He yeah, is he's a everywhere. flippy he's, man. He's gonna, he was in Spider-Man. Now he's going to be in Spider-Man freshman year. He's going to be in Daredevil board again. He's going to be in She-Hulk. He's going to be in Echo. It's good to be Charlie Cox. Oh, my God. It's so much Daredevil all the time, bitches. Yes. Um, oh, I'm so fucking excited. And the show just looks so good. It looks so fun. I'm really excited. Do you about think it. that the Daredevil show that they're going to come up with is going to be kind of, if people didn't watch the Netflix series, they can jump on and it's like a reset? Oh, 100%. In some ways? It's, it's going to be a soft reboot of. I, no retconning, just a soft reboot or a reset. I don't, know, I don't even know what the correct. I think probably soft reboot, but I really just think they're just going to go with the kind of the assumption that um, Marvel did with uh, when they introduced Spider-Man. Like, you know, the shit is. Yes. You know, you know, or about it's a blind lawyer and he likes punching things. John Favros is legal aid. And, and he, he likes to really just he can't keep it in his pants. That's why he's a daredevil. <laughs> yeah. He's a man without fear, Zach. Well, he's a man with probably a bunch of STDs. With his enhanced senses, could he sense an STD? I don't think he could. I don't think you can sense an STD. I don't know. I bet you could smell some of them if you had enhanced Ooh, senses. Ooh, there it is. There it is. I'm sure I'm sure that his enhanced sense... What, a question about Daredevil, if you're going to talk about this. Enhanced senses. What about his sense of touch? Does it make him go quickly? Is he too sensitive? No, I think he's too used up. I think he probably goes forever because it's just like... He's just doing push-ups at this point. Okay. I'm just wondering like, if his sense of touch... Uh, you know how we did Ninja Turtles the last the last Ronin last week? We did. God, that was a tongue twister. You, not really. Ninja Turtles last Ronin last week. No, die in a fire. Um, <laughs> no. There's going to be a spinoff series because it made a lot of money. So that's what you do. Is it the next to last Ronin? It's last Ronin, the lost years, because it, it just made a ton of cash. So okay. Hey, much like the Dark Knight had a bunch of sequels that um. No one wanted. Apparently, the last Ronin is following that trend. Yay! I don't know. It could be great. I like the series. Yeah, it was fun. But 
it seemed to have a singular idea and i don't know like I'm, it was supposed to be the end yeah much like again like dark knight 2 or dark knight the golden child or dark knight 3 the master race it's like you take a good idea and you just beat it into the ground i don't know we'll see mm. i i i don't love it but we'll see uh henry cavill yes DC was supposed to, uh, they had a very underwhelming Comic-Con. One of the things that was uh, rumored to happen was Henry Cavill showing up. Didn't show up. And he got COVID. So is that, did he not show up because he had COVID or did he not show up because he wasn't going to be there? Relatively reputable sources say that he was going to go over, but then he got COVID. Okay. So I, I am willing to, I don't know how you do that. I cannot hold in a sneeze. You've held in like six. It doesn't feel great. I, just, I, I am incapable of that. I almost don't like to sneeze. If I have a hiccup or a sneeze, I cannot. Is it hold weird them that in. I don't like to sneeze? Um, I don't like blowing my nose in public because I think it's a gross noise. It is a disgusting noise. Yes. So I I totally understand that. I like I really hate blowing my nose in public. But I just I don't know. I've grown accustomed to not letting the sneeze fly. That is. I didn't know you could do this. It's um. It looks painful. <laughs> do you think it's one of my most wonderful like? Would it, would you say it's my most impressive skill I have? No, we did that once and I had to bleep it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. That's it was uncanny for a while. I was a, it's a lot. Um, but yeah, so Henry Cavill had COVID. I would say The Rock has put up some stuff on Instagram about like what the fans want and supposedly he was going to show up. I would say there is a ninety-two percent chance that he is in Black Adam. Oh, Superman and Black Adam. Ninety-two percent. All right, I like that. By the way, that was still the nicest thing you've ever said about me. It's not nice. That's it's so. Not, what is, it's not anything. That's actually that's not the that's not the nicest thing you've ever said about me. But it's on the short list. Was I drunk for the other stuff? Probably. <laughs> there we go. Guardians of the Galaxy three had a trailer that was not released online, unless you watched a really shitty like most of the trailer at a forty-five degree angle. I did not watch it. I, I did. Uh, James Gunn said he didn't want it put out because the effects weren't really done. And something that She-Hulk suffered from is when you put out like a big thing. Yes. And the compression rate of YouTube like makes things look shitty and then people yell at it. So that's why the trailer is not on YouTube. So I saw a two-ish, a little over two minutes of this trailer at a very terrible angle that did not show everything. Okay. Got some Adam Warlock in there. We've got the return of Gamora. She is uh, leading the Ravengers. Okay. We get some flashbacks of uh, Peter Quill being sad about their relationship that uh, since one version of her is dead. That's such a weird dynamic. Like he loves her. She died. She's still alive technically. Can she? Can he still love like that version of her? I guess we'll find out. He's certainly um, smitten by the idea. We saw a baby rocket raccoon. Wow! Because uh, the high evolutionary is going to be in this um, with an actor. I apologize. I cannot pronounce his name. You're not very good with names, but that's okay. Well, it's. All right. It's the um. F- uh, it was Murph and Peacemaker. You can't pronounce this either. You want to bet? I'm gonna give it a shot. I will bet you fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars. And I'm gonna tell you you're wrong immediately. Even if it sounds right. Well, you already owe me thirty. What are you for? Thirty-four. Uh, Clark's three. Oh, that's right. So let's only take it down to Peacemaker. Murph. Yep. Trying to find it. I think it was Murph. Cast and characters. Oh, you mean Mern. Mern, yes, that's what I meant. Chuck Witty Uwiji. Ah, uh, you owe me fifteen dollars. <laughs> Thank you. Um, he's gonna be playing the High Evolutionary, so probably the guy that made Rocket. Okay, cool. The High Evolutionary, uh, weirdo cosmic being. He he doesn't show up a lot. He just doesn't. He's, he's just there. He's like, hey, I'm gonna make you evolve. Well, that's part of phase because f- they announced. Oh my phase god, five no, and we're six, not right? even getting into that. Jesus Christ! No, but it's part of phase five. Uh, what else is happening? We got a poster for, uh, there was some footage shown. Uh, I didn't see anything. I saw like a couple of stills that didn't give me much to go off of. But we did get a poster for Ant-Man of the Wasp Quantumanium. We see Cassie Lang is in her costume. We see a good image of Kang or one of the uh, supposed many variants, as Kevin Feige described it. Many variants. And also it was revealed that MODOK will be in there. Oh, that's the uh, brain-looking guy, right? He's a big... Fl- yeah, we did a comic of him. Yes. A big flying face in a chair. I remembered. Uh, no, there are rumors of who's playing him, but nothing confirmed. But uh, also born in Maine. Modoc was <laughs> born in Maine, yes. In the comics. It's also announced that this uh, Marvel's uh, current saga is referred to as the multiverse saga. The first one was the Infinity Saga, and yes. the multiverse saga. Oh, my God. Whew. So much news to go. 
Uh, Wakanda Forever had a trailer. Such a good trailer. So I like it. I like it a Did lot. Did you? Because I saw a lot of positive reactions to it, and I didn't particularly like it. I mean, it gave us like, I think it hit the emotional heartstrings it needed to. It's, I think it's going to be a really interesting movie. I think it's got a lot going for it. I Here's the thing. I am going to this one very uh, trepidatious because there was so much news about like, oh, there were like a bunch of like rewrites on the fly and no one really knew what the movie was and all the stuff about like T- Letitia Wright and the COVID stuff. And then, I mean, you're obviously working with an uphill battle with... Um, with the passing of Chadwick Boseman yes. and also like Michael B. Jordan, like getting killed off of the series. So I don't, I love Ryan Coogler, like him, do, like he won my heart over when he did Creed. Yes. Like that, that dude has me for life. Like whatever he does, I'm checking and out. And Black Panther is awesome. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I, the one, the one thing I worry. like this trailer, but I, I, I don't know. I'm going into this, I don't, this one very cautious. The one thing I worried about is with this movie it's a couple things it's the same thing about we talked about with thor love and thunder is that the biggest problem with thor love and thunder is thor ragnarok happened so i'm worried for two things for this for black panther wakanda forever that a black panther happened but b how much do they acknowledge and how much i don't think fans are the right word but how much um, do you try and recapture that same like that lightning in a bottle not necessarily that but the chadwick boseman aspect how much how much do you ride that wave of how important he was how well he played the character and his absence i don't because this also is it's going to be a driving force behind it but i feel like you can't dwell on it no the the movie can't be based about that but i think the other part to the movie is and like with this this is the first time that marvel and the mcu's had to deal with the death of a leading star within any of the franchises They've done recast, but yeah, this is yeah, but this know. is that's different. Like they recast Rhodey, big, big. He's like Rhodey's not a main character. They didn't recast is Iron he a Man. Scroll? It's probably a scroll. Okay, whatever. But they didn't recast Iron Man. They didn't recast Thor. They didn't recast Captain America. They didn't recast. Well, they. they <laughs> I was gonna say. I, I was literally waiting for you to get there. <laughs> You're like, then they didn't recast. Well, they did. <laughs> yes. Okay. But outside of that, like this is the first time they've had a major character through clearly a situation beyond their control not be able to return to a role. I don't know. I like the majority of the cast. I like the director. But just like a lot of the reports that we were hearing going into filming make me ha- um, have an eyebrow raise. That doesn't mean it's going to be that I'm going into it saying, I think this is going to be terrible. I think this is going to be great. It's just yes. I'm going into it thinking this is a this is some tough shit. It really is. So I, I don't I'm not going into it with more than that, but I'm going into probably the mindset of like, oh, my God, this must have been like a just a fucking mess. Yes. I don't envy them the task at all. And that's probably even a harsher term than I mean it. But Yeah. But no, I, I, I get what you're saying. Oh. So we'll see. I mean, like, I, I love Ryan Coogler. I will watch that dude do anything like he's one of those guys that's like just won my heart over so much with creed like that that movie and then like the follow-up of like black panther is just like oh i'm i'm following this dude with like whatever he does oh yeah kind of like with jordan peele maybe i'll talk about that later oh i was gonna say you wouldn't saw that didn't you yeah okay we'll see how it let's keep diving into the news Mm, how long have we been at this news about 20 minutes okay it's a long news segment all right star trek star trek time baby Oh my God! I'll, I'll take the lead on this one. Let you catch your breath, have a drink. You well, you don't even you're not even there for the biggest bit of news. What is the biggest bit of news? Star Trek: Strange New Worlds and Lower Decks, the animated series, is going to be crossing over. They exist like a hundred years apart. That's cool. That's something I know. Like um, Star Wars, uh, the Clone Wars did this. Although I don't think they did this intentionally. Like one of the Mandalorian characters, what's her name? Is it is it Katie Sackoff? I don't know. She's one of them, and they used her in The Mandalorian, like her character from The Clone Wars, because she looked like they kind of based her design off of her. And I kind of noticed with um, Strange New Worlds that the animated characters, they weren't like necessarily a one-to-one, but they looked close enough yeah. to their animated counterparts, and I, that's going to come into play. They're crossing over with Strange New Worlds. It's going to be some time travel shit so we're gonna have like a very like sincere kind of like original series show crossover with just like a bonkers show where they um take the sex leavings out of the holodeck 
They did that. It's I know. It's hilarious. I fucking love that. But those two shows are crossing over. I have over. a question for you. If you were in Starfleet, if you were able to live in a world with a holodeck, would you go down there and have sex with hol- holodeck? Quark would have all of my money. It would, you would just like... Because also, there was a trailer for <laughs> Lower Decks, and they're going to Deep Space Nine. What? Post, like, Cisco being a weird god. So, wait, there's... And, and they said there's going to be, like, characters popping up. How many, how many seasons of Lower Decks are there? Two. two. Okay. This is, this is the third one. They're going to Deep Space Nine. I'm feeling like I need to binge it now. I'm telling you, man, you would love it. All right. You I would w- fucking oh, love it. Okay. It's so funny. Let's see if these moves fuck. Oh, my God. They're so good. But yeah, they're That's like, a line from the movie you didn't watch, by the way. Great. It's a great <laughs> line. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. Okay. But, like, they literally, they, they're just cruising around outside, like, Deep Space Nine, the wormhole, yep. and, like, the theme just keeps playing, and they're like, they just keep cruising around it. Love it. <laughs> it's so good. I'm love so excited. It. I'm so excited to see. I mean, they already had like Riker and Troy show up and like Q, and now they're going to Deep Space Nine. I'm like, fuck, I love this show. It's a great show. That's the beauty of like an animated show is they can go anywhere and do anything. Well, apparently they go into live action like a hundred years before. Even better. Oh my God. Also, I would like to say this. I've seen a lot of uh, articles online saying like, oh, like uh, Strange New Worlds and Lower Decks exist in different timelines. Timelines is the wrong word. Time periods, motherfuckers. It's a good point. They are not in different timelines. Same timeline. They're not in the Kelvin timeline. Time periods. Yes. Get Take your a- shit together, mother. Yes. I already said that. Whatever. Yes. Because if you want to, if you want to understand timelines, think of the scene from Back to the Future Two with the alternate 1985 and how the timeline skewed off on a tangent. Yeah. It ain't. It ain't timelines. It's time periods. All right. Well, we got the Picard season three, the final season trailer. Uh, well, I, no, the that will not be the trailer. last trailer. Oh my god, they showed they showed everyone except for Brent Spiner. Yes, they did. But whatever, let's dive. So Jordy's apparently a dad now. Yeah, Jordy's a dad. Uh, Worf. Jonathan Frakes. Looks great. Looking fucking fantastic. Amazing. That, that, that dude is trim as shit. Yes, he is. You know, I'm down to 190 now. Mm, good for you. Thank you. From My highest was like was 227, 228, down to 190. Worf? Worf. No. I love the look of Worf. Um, it looks like he has the four pips. It does look like he has four pips. But I just it, his face, they didn't really do much makeup on his face before, but for some reason, I'm looking at it, and it looks like they did like less to his face. Like I could see a lot more of like Michael Dorn in there than I did. I think I mean I think the white goatee, I love the look of it's better than like the wavy interspersed gray that they gave him in all good things. Yeah, totally. But to hear Worf speak again. Oh my God! He looks so good. I love. You do not I, know what I have sacrificed. Uh, everyone looks great in that. I'm I'm so fucking. Just that re that, that deep rich tone that Worf has to him. It's it's also I like, can watch um, Worf clips. By the way, Worf was a whipping boy for like most all seven seasons. Oh my, yeah, he just got he get the shit constantly. beat out of him. Uh-huh. I it's I I feel a little bad, but like the second. Like even like seven of nine, he was an established character. But like the second, like Raffi and seven of nine showed up, I'm like, get yeah. the fuck out of here! No, no, you guys don't belong. Gates McFadden. Oh my god, looking great. Yes, let's resolve those relationship issues. Let's absolutely. I'm it just even more stoked for it, and I like that they're calling it the final season. <sighs> there was even talk at Comic Con like, would you do a movie? And Patrick Stewart's like, I don't know, maybe. I'm like, you're not. I guess I couldn't say don't. you're not because don't I, do I, it. I never said the season was going to happen. Uh, Brent Spiner is supposedly playing a, I'm throwing this in quotes, old new character. So that makes him a soon or B4. I would roll with B4. I like I like the thought of B4. B4 makes sense. He's got Data's memories, but he also can maybe be like, because we heard that one line of him where he sounds like it's not cold it's not a cold read like data it's like he has emotion in the one line in the first teaser that we heard so i am going to go with b4 with data's memories but maybe closer to like the emotion chip kind of data but maybe less embarrassing maybe less embarrassing because that was bad hello jordy open sesame oh god christ all right life forms (laughs) you precious little life forms all right uh we you tiny little life we briefly touched on Black Where Adam. Now we're you? moving on. Black Adam, The Rock showed up. Um, you know what's sad? Is I know every word to that. Yeah, it is. It's depressingly <laughs> uh, sad. Uh, the Rock was on wires. They made him float over the stage. There was smoke, and he raised his hands up to be lightning, and everyone in there had a lanyard on. And when he raised his hands up, they had a little lightning bolt show up on their lanyard. Oh, okay, cool. Cool, but no Henry Cavill. 
No. Um, they also Front of the show, Dwayne Johnson, by the way. They did not promote The Flash. Can't imagine why. They didn't promote Aquaman. Can't imagine why. I whiffed on those predictions. Can't imagine why. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ezra Miller and Amber Heard, not people um, you probably want to promote at this exact. Nope. Uh, Shazam had a trailer. Looks good. Zachary Levi, the rest of them. I enjoyed the first movie. You haven't seen it. It's fun enough, and I think this one probably will be too. He was a guy I didn't really pick out as like a superhero body type. I think I've, I think I've talked about this. I yeah. saw him at a con though that I was working. Yeah, that dude is huge, <laughs> big boy. So I was like, oh, never mind. I was wrong. You were big boy. You're you're quite a large individual, sir. Yes. Yeah. Lord of the Rings had another trailer. It's they've had like four trailers in two weeks. Yes. It seems like getting. Um, there was an announcement. Uh, there's, I don't know who's doing what. Bear McCready, a guy who's done a million billion things in kind of these genre franchises, working on the score, along with Howard Shore, who scored the original Lord yes. of the Rings trilogy. What a great score from the original trilogy, by the way. Fantastic. Also, they showed a Balrog at the end of this trailer. They did show a Balrog at the end oh, of the trailer. Oh, you actually yes, watched I watched this. that trailer, yes. I don't know what you watched, what you didn't. You didn't jump in sooner. I'm sorry. Well, I was just letting you... I'm, I'm letting you direct today as i normally do it, whatever we're definitely watching it 50. oh fuck yeah we're watching all 50 episodes goddamn fucking right and the more they're like oh howard shore is doing it there's a balrog that looks the same and there has within the tolkien experts there's always been discussions of what a balrog actually looks like and this one just looks like the same one from the movie do you I'm think like, that's a young thrain by the way uh, or we, thror we get a what i'm a little put off by this trailer is we get they're talking about a young sauron uh versus in like the silmarillion yes the, the main like sauron's just a lieutenant of the main baddie morgoth yes you servant of morgoth so i don't know i hope we see morgoth i think this but i feel like this really is gonna circle because sauron just looks like eminem in this like in, in uh, late 90s eminem well i mean he was originally one of the don't you one of those people fucking i'm not dare. gonna try i'm not gonna try <laughs> Iluvatar. like is that right? No. He wasn't one of the Iluvatar? No. That's so wrong, I, I can't even get to where you're trying to go. I don't even know. But he wasn't always foul. Mostly. Something about the song and shit like that. But yeah, I'm, I, I really can't tell how much they're trying to separate themselves or connect themselves to the movies. It feel At first, it felt like they were trying to stay away from it, but as we get closer, it feels like they're trying to connect it more than my initial impression. I don't yeah. know. Moving on, X-Men 97, follow-up to the X-Men uh, 92 series that did not have 92 in the title. A show you apparently didn't watch. What the fuck? I I grew up in a household where if we got Fox, it was meant, meant that the wind was blowing in the right direction, the Coriolis effect was in was in good form, and we put fresh tinfoil in the antenna. I loved this show. Uh, I watched it in the 90s. I bought the DVDs around like 2008 or nine when they released them. Haven't seen it since. But yeah, I mean, it's most of the original voice cast coming back. Most of the character models are the same. Storm is um, has a, her 80s mohawk now. Magneto is leading the team. Yeah. He has his big old I have an M on my chest from like circa X-Men 200 era. And also he used to lead the New Mutants. So this is, you know. I cannot emphasize enough that when I was growing up through the like throughout high school, I had three channels. Three. I had CBS, ABC, which in the afternoon Star Trek Next Generation was on. Whoop, whoop. PBS. And then occasionally, if it was a good day, NBC or Fox. And then Fox got a higher signal and then it was Fox. Yeah, because it was Fox 51 and then Fox 23. That's correct. Yes. Yeah, because those were the five I had as well. And we, occasionally there was a sixth one that we would get on the rabbit ears. I can't remember what it was, though. Oh, was was it uh, was it the Pax Channel? Pax on twenty three. It was yeah, Pax. That doesn't sound. They had like reruns of Bonanza and shit like that. We, we Did you ever watch an episode of Bonanza? When I was in daycare, uh, they would make us um, go watch. They made you watch Bonanza in daycare. No, it was um, it was basically Nick at night, but it was during the day. Whatever. Oh, that was so. I, that's like how I saw like a shit ton of like Adams Family. Okay. And I was like, oh, Morticia Adams, she is fucking fine. Well, I mean, yeah, Gomez is all about that. Oh, yeah, I can understand why. She's, yes, ooh, she's exactly. A, she's a looker. Gomez had a thing for her, if you would. <laughs> hey, that was a bad joke. I need you to put your hand on that table. I'm going to get a hammer, and I'll return in like 45 seconds. No, I don't need you. <laughs> for that awful, awful pun. That was good, though. I, I liked it. 
Uh, what else is happening? Marvel Zombies animated series uh, going to be the first Disney mature rated show spinning off of that one episode of What If. Yep. I like it. I hope they make it more like the comics where they uh, share their comic book personalities, but they just can't resist brains. They turn into chicken soup. Well, yeah. In the What If show, they were just like, blah, I'm a zombie. But in the original like comic run by Robert Kirkman, yeah. the guy who did Walking Dead, they they maintained their personalities, but they just couldn't resist the brains and shit. Yeah. Also, uh, we got a trailer for I Am Groot. Did you see this? I did not see the I Am Groot trailer. Animated shorts. It looks very adorable, except... Um, it's going to be probably the first animated shark. Oh, really? There's a straight up shark. Oh, no. Like Groot is kind of in the fetal position. He has a fart and a leaf comes out. And you could say, haha, that's just a funny little leaf fart. No, that's a shark. Something came out. He sharted. Oh, God. Sharts are my worst nightmare. <laughs> that Groot full up sharts. Oh, good for him. That, is, that, is that the news? Yeah, that was. Holy that, shit. That was a lot of news because uh, there was also more that happened. Just, oh, I have. Right, and being handed a beer. Do I have beer left? Oh, no, I don't. See? All right, new beer. Hey, there you go. I'm here for you. Oh, there you go. All, All right. right. Whew. What's next? Uh, we're gonna... Mm-mm-mm. It'd be Weird Comics Facts. Sure, I'll do a Weird Comics Facts. Actually, you know what? Let's do sports reports. Let's get let you catch your breath. No, no I have a Weird Comics... Okay. Not, it's not a long one. It's All a right. short one. All right. Uh, so, let's go into Weird Comics Facts. Oh, also... <laughs> Jesus. This Weird Comics Fact is based off of a thing I didn't even talk about. All right, it's time for Weird Comics Facts. Here are some weird comic facts. Prepare accordingly. I'm going to make some weird shit. It's pretty freaky, but it's safe. Hey, did you notice in the Black Panther uh, Wakanda Forever trailer that Namor is in there along with the Atlanteans? I did not. You didn't notice a man with wings on his feet? Oh, yes, I did notice that. You're right. Namor. What's our weird comics fact about Namor? Well, when you talk about Marvel comics, most people say that... uh, the Mar- Marvel Age of Comics came around in 1961 when the Fantastic Four number one happened. Yes. And uh, Namor would come around in issue four, I believe. I'm, that one's just a weird memory one. I think that was number four. But did you know that Namor, the Submariner, was yes. one of the first Marvel superheroes along with characters like the Human Torch, the robot one, not the Johnny Storm one? Yeah. Okay. So you're just pretending that you knew that. Great. Yeah. I'm, I Yes. Do you have to assume with the old comics facts, I just, when I say, yep, I'm like, okay, this, I believe this is you. Cool. So uh, despite uh, Namor being, being brought back in Fantastic Four and he will be making his first uh, film appearance in Black Panther Wakanda Forever, he first appeared in Marvel Comics number one in 1939. Wow. Um, Written and drawn, drawn by Bill Everett, who was also, along with Stanley, the co-creator of Daredevil. And just a side note about Bill Everett, this only came out like 15-ish years ago. Bill Everett, I I don't think he goes beyond Daredevil number one. He might have done Daredevil number two, although I don't think he did. Uh, there were like the first like 11 issues, there was like a rotating cast of uh, artists. But Bill Everett was um, unfortunately a pretty terrible alcoholic. I can it, sympathize. <laughs> How are you were ter- like terrible as like... Uh, he, he couldn't, was he not good at being an alcoholic, or did being an alcoholic make him not good? He couldn't reach his deadline, so he was supposed to do okay. da- Daredevil number two. And because Daredevil number two wasn't happening, uh, Stan Lee went to Jack Kirby and said, like, oh, we have a slot that we need to fill. Let's do a thing. So then they made the Avengers. So it worked out for most everybody. Yeah, because the way um, the old comics used to work is like uh, Marvel used to go through DC to do their publishing. Yeah. So they only had, like I, I believe it was in the early days, it was like 16 slots. Mm-hmm. And that's why you would get stuff like um, uh, like Marvel um, tales that would have like, oh, here's a half a story of Captain America. Here's a half a story of Iron Man because they literally couldn't publish more than like 16 books. Okay. So they doubled up on a lot of stuff. But when Bill Everett couldn't complete Darede- Daredevil number two for being like, an alcoholic they were like ah shit let's make another book the avengers wow that's kind of that's a really neat fact from the guy uh who created submariner who's gonna be in wakanda black panther wakanda forever there we go all right weird yeah. comics facts i feel like i stumbled my way through that one but i think i got all the i'm points. proud of you yeah I, I, I think i got the points across you got the bigger yeah the bigger I, I, points apart are yes. those not weird comics facts or those, that is a very weird well, comic fact. yeah interesting i think it was mark wade who put that out like Around like 2010, about that Bill Everett stuff that no one knew before. Uh, so from being an alcoholic to being looking like a hobo like Aaron Rodgers, it's time for Jared Sports Reports. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. Bear tested. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. It's time for another Jared Sports Report. 
Aaron Rodgers looked more like Nicolas Cage in the movie Con Air. No, you're thinking of The Rock. No, it was Con Air. Wait. I, oh, no, yeah. 110% when he's walking. Isn't the, yeah, he looked like Nicolas Cage in Con Air. Yeah, he... My lord. So that's my transition. All right, Jared Sports Reports. What do we got? Well, NFL training camps are starting up. Let's go. Big news out of Patriots camp. I know. I bought some tortilla chips. They're like NFL edition. I'm like. It's that time, man. I I just want tortilla chips. It's that time. It's August is upon us. Yeah. All the NFL training camps opening up on Wednesday. Players reporting. uh, Physicals. Preseason. Um Fitness tests and so on and so forth. Some of the big news out of Patriots training camp is Bill Belichick giving some really. He's been usually he's usually pretty guarded about his praise, especially of young players. Lots of praise for Mac Jones, saying that he's made significant improvements in the off season and is very excited to see uh, how Mac goes. Both did with he his, frown when he did it? I don't think Bill Belichick. He only smiles when he thinks he's being clever. But I still love Bill. I still love Bill. Uh, so you've got that going on. The NFL training camps opening up, uh, open to the public. Red combined, Sox. Combined practices Red coming Sox. up soon. Red Sox. You mean Red Sox. Red <laughs> Sox. They, they struggled. Greatest league? Greatest loss? Yeah, they gave up They gave up three touchdowns to the friggin' Blue Jays. 21 to three, I believe. They gave was up the, touchdowns? Pretty much. 21 points. They gave up 21 runs. Red Sox have been up and down at best. Uh, things were going really well. Then they're not. But they will see. But the big news, the big, big news is the news out of the Boston Celtics. No, it's not news. It's nothing. It's, it's nothing. absolutely Jalen Brown tweeted no, about it. He, yeah, I saw the tweet because I was checking my Twitter. Would you do work. it? Would you do it? No. Smart man. The thing in question is apparently a couple of weeks ago, there was discussions between the Brooklyn Nets and the Boston Celtics about trading Jalen Brown, Derek White, and a first round pick for Kevin Durant, who is not backing down from his trade request. Would I do this? No. Because I like, one, there's the chemistry of the starters. I like, two, I like the idea of like this kind of like homegrown, like we're a championship contender and we're like we've built around our core. Yes. I just, if you get Kevin Durant, it, even though he still has four years left on his deal, it blows up the continuity of these guys. Like, what does that say for, like, Jason Tatum in a couple of years where it's like, oh, like, literally nothing that I was around is left. Like, do I want to stay here? What is the continuity of this team? Not only that. I think that, like, Brad Stevens also needs to build a better reputation than Danny Ainge had towards the end. Like, after, like, the Isaiah Thomas trade, that really soured uh, the Celtics' kind of reputation within the league. I don't, I think you build what you have. You had contenders. And I am also, I want to, I mean, it doesn't matter because I clearly have no voice in the sports world, but like, clearly, there's all this talk about like, well, if Chris Middleton was healthy, then the Bucks would have won. Fuck that. Like, the Celtics had multiple players with multiple injuries going through that series. I don't buy that shit for a second. They were just, they had more injuries. Yes. It's, I, I don't buy that shit. They've upgraded with getting Brogdon, who, granted, has a lot of injury history. But if he's just playing a secondary role to, like, smart and you can, like, work Pritchard in there, like, maybe he can play more than, like, 36 games like he did last year. And, think- like, with adding Gallo in there. Yeah, no, I don't. I wouldn't fucking trade for Durant. I understand that he's Kevin Durant. I understand his talent. I also understand. This is not an original thought by me. This is a total parrot thing, but like this was leaked at like 2.30 in the morning. So it's definitely just the Brooklyn Nets GM, Sean Marks, like saying like, oh, look at this trade package that was offered to us. Like if someone wants to get Durant, they need to offer better than this. That, that's a total parrot, but that's not like, I think an original thought the, on my end. I think the worst part about the whole thing is, though, that it did get leaked like that. Because like Jalen Brown's got, what, two years left on his contract, so he's... But he can't... Uh... His contract is weird. Like he can't sign, um, he can't get an extension for the supermax. So he would have to, he could opt out and sign back up for something big. Yeah. But there's also uh, the new CBA, like with the television deal. Like it's probably gonna, it's gonna app at like the possible money that he can make. It's it's kind of confusing. It's we'll see. No, that's but I mean, I here's some things. The core of the team is remaining intact. They made it to the finals. They pushed Golden State for as long and hard as they could. Oh, and I want to smack those assholes around so bad. Me being part of the team, of course. Yes. God, I, I they're better than they were 90 days ago. Yes, 
There you go. I, yeah, I I understand that it's Kevin Durant, but if it like if they traded for Kevin Durant, I you know I guess I wouldn't be sad, but at the same time, I don't want it to happen. I would much rather have this core yeah push through because these are you know the guys that I've been rooting for. This is the team that I've been rooting for. I don't want to see I, like the, I will say though, Jalen Brown has and was in the playoffs a liability sometimes with the ball in his hands. <sighs> yeah, he forced he forced way too many things. He had way too many turnovers. Yes. But he's also gotten significantly better every single year. So is Tatum. I think, I don't know, like Smart is probably plateaued. But here's the other part, too. Horford has a crazy bounce back year. Rob Williams is just getting better. And now you're adding in, like, significant depth. But here's the other piece, too, when you think about also the psychology of it. If you bring in a Kevin Durant, but you've cycled and built this team around, the star is Jason Tatum. This is his team. I have also thought about this. Now you bring in Kevin Durant, it becomes Kevin Durant's team. I would, um, like I would. He becomes the marquee name. I would counter that a little bit because uh, Durant, especially after um, their time in the Olympics and like, yeah, and uh, the All Star game and also during the finals, like Kevin Durant, uh, probably more than any other player, has gone out of his way to praise Jason Tatum. Oh, yeah. Saying, like, the future of the league is Tatum. Like, the guy who's following me is this. And, like, and Tatum seem like he definitely like eats up like those compliments and as he should like Durant is yes. one of the uh I, he's a thin-skinned uh, silly man but he is still one of like the greatest players of all time and that's a great phrase a thin-skinned silly man Tatum definitely like eats up those compliments and he loves them and Durant goes out of his way like LeBron has said very complimentary things about Tatum Durant has said very complimentary things about Tatum like those are probably like the two dudes in the league who are kind of the old guard who's saying like Tatum is like the next thing. So I don't, if Durant were to come on the team, like I don't think there would be a big conflict of interest, especially because like playing on like Brooklyn, like Durant's doing like 45 minutes a game. Yeah. I don't know. Like I, you can't be sad if they trade for Durant, but at the same time, I would rather keep the core and have, you know, Durant and like LeBron do their praise from, you know, over there. All right. I like it. That's my thought. All right. All right. We're moving on from there. We're going long, aren't we? No, we're doing fine. All right. It's excellent. Fine. I don't like saying the times because editing cuts out. Of That's fair some, enough. But we're doing pretty normal. Okay. So we're going to move on from there to a smorgasbord. Uh, yeah. A, a, a smattering of reviews because none of us watch the same thing. So it's time for an Editor's Note Comics podcast review. That's what the sound clip sounds like. All right. There you go. All right. How about I do? I have three things. You have one thing. You have how, three? Oh, I saw two movies and I read one book. We're going to review all three of those things? Well, I have to do two of them pretty non-spoilery. All right. Why don't you do your non-spoileries? Oh, I'll save the book, I guess. All right. I saw uh, Double Feature over the weekend at the drive-in. Yes. I saw Nope, and I saw The Black Phone. Okay. Nope. Jordan Peele's third movie following... Um, fuck. What, <laughs> what are the names? No Way Out. Nope. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was trying to say nope as a word, not a movie title. Um, oh, wasn't the like the beach? Well, there was us, and there was oh. the one before that. Are you sure it's not No Way Out? Yes, I'm positive. Okay, whatever. This is his third uh, directorial effort, and his first movie, uh, even though I can't remember the fucking title, uh, was incredible. Like just a treasure of a movie. Us, I did not particularly like because if you think about it for three seconds, it immediately falls apart. And then we have Nope, and it's fine. I saw a lot of reviews saying, like, it tries to, like, overstep its bounds. Oh, get out. Get out. Thank you. No way. I was close. Get out is amazing. Um, But I saw a lot of reviews saying, like, it tries to, like, do too much and, like, does some stuff. I don't think it tries to do too much. If anything, I think this movie didn't try to do enough. It's not a lot happens. It's pretty stationary. A a kind of non-spoilery thing is, like, there's a UFO, and they try and get a photo of it, and that's most of the movie. All right. And... I gleaned that from the trailer. Yeah, and there's a a child actor played by Steven Yen who was in The Walking Dead. His storyline just kind of goes away eventually. It's like, hey, I was a child actor and there was a monkey on set that um like went fucking nuts. <laughs> and then it just goes away. And the movie like it certainly like it concludes itself, but at the end of the day, it was just like it felt like very little happened. And it's not like, I didn't like us um, just logistically. Like, why do they, you know, it's an entire, like, 8 billion people that have just, like, one left glove. What happened with all the right-handed gloves? It's like <laughs> just, when I lose a sock. Yeah. It, it's. Just, 
I mean, that's a silly part of it. It's like also like if they're supposed to be mirroring you exactly and they have this weird underground bunker, what happens is they just like walk into a wall and they just like walk there like a glitchy video game character. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Us doesn't work. Nope is okay. I Get Out was so good and I enjoyed um, him producing a reboot of The Twilight Zone on, um, I guess, would now be Paramount Plus. I don't know if they're doing any more of those or not, but no, they were good. Those were good enough. And I, I think I. Um, I am deeply impressed with um, his intelligence and his like clear love of film. So like I went to this movie specifically because I didn't want to have it spoiled for me. Yeah. Which is great now. Like it's not going to happen, but like he is definitely one of those guys that I want to like definitely watch his career, but I didn't, I, it was I'm okay. going to watch your career with great interest. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I didn't, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it, but it was okay. Pretty okay. Which I, I wish I could, uh, do more of it but whatever the fuck he does next i'm definitely gonna watch it so you know who cares right. uh black phone based on a uh, joe hill short story i read the short story within the last year you mean joe hill as in stephen king's son yeah okay i didn't realize uh, this was being adapted into a movie when i read the story so like when i was coming back from hawaii i um we were in like a book kiosk and i saw like oh the black phone by joe hill i'm like oh is there a new Book out of his. I thought I read everything. I'm like, wait a second. They just retitled the short story collection. This one is, I, I liked it better than Nope. It entirely revolves around the performance of Ethan Hawke, who's playing the villain. Mm-hmm. In the book, he's like a big fat clown. This one, he's a, he's a thin clown with black balloons. I don't understand why he, when he kidnaps children, he needs to bundle them up with a bunch of black balloons. That just seems cumbersome. They would like, it would be bad for kidnapping. It would be bad for kidnapping, especially if you're, I'm going to bundle you in balloons and try and sneak you away. That's not how that works. They also add in like a psychic sister that wasn't there. And there's, uh, my wife asked me, I'm not going to divulge the end of the movie. She's like, so why didn't they just like do it in the other place? I'm like, oh, because that didn't exist in the book. She's like, all right. Oh, okay. Makes sense. Uh, But Ethan Hawke is incredible. And mostly I hate child actors. The kid who's in this is pretty incredible. Ethan Hawke's also kind of had like a resurgence in his career recently between um, boyhood. Yes. There you go. But yeah, he's, he's really incredible is the villain. I guess skip forward like one minute to avoid like a minor spoiler, which I don't really think is a spoiler. It was just weird. Like, like I said, uh, he, he plays like a, in the book, it's a clown, but in this, like he always has like a mask on like either one half of his face or the other or both. And he gets knocked off of his face towards the end and he freaks out. Like he can't be seen without his mask. And there's no explanation for it. I was like, feels like there's a deleted scene there. there might <laughs> be, yes. We uh, didn't get an explanation to why he's freaking the fuck out. I don't really consider that a spoiler because it was it was just it was a weird moment. All right, all right. You can go. You saw a thing. I watched the Gray Man because you said we're gonna watch the Gray Man for this week. Uh, and I was busy. Netflix Studios two hundred million dollars got pumped behind it. I think or twenty million. Twenty million. I think. No, no two hundred. Yeah, two hundred million. The most expensive Netflix movie of all time. Russo Brothers were directing it. It. Uh, it was okay. I enjoyed it, but it wasn't like mind blowing. It's uh, the Russo brothers love their car chase sequences, and there are a couple of really good ones in this. Also, no, they will not be directing the upcoming Avengers movies, Kang Dynasty or Secret Wars. Which Kang Dynasty, yeah, got to I, talk about. Uh, gonna be directed by the Shang Chi director. Secret Wars. It's probably based on the Hickman stuff. Maybe we'll get into that in the future. All right, thank you. Woo. Anyway, uh, Gray Man based on the novel. Ryan Gosling, very serviceable. Uh, action star i do love chris evans as a villain but there's a lot of taste of russo brothers in there um i think anthony whoever whoever does the cameos mostly had a cameo at the end they do the big splash titles over where things are happening like where the full screen is full of lettering much like captain america civil war there's yeah, I mean, Billy Bob Thornton's great in this. Uh, as billy, he bob usually thorns is. In this? billy bob thorns billy bob thornton okay skip ahead 30 seconds for spoiler there's a torture scene in which Chris Evans rips his fingernails off with a pair of pliers. Yeesh. That's what I said when it happened. I saw him in Monster. Was it Monsters Ball? Was that it with Halle Berry? Yes. And I was confused. I'm like, yeah. I haven't seen that since it happened. Um, I was like, hmm, you guys are getting it on. Chris Evans also, this is a line he drops. Let's see if these moves fuck before he stabs people. So No, that's pleasant. Uh, No, I mean, it's okay. I think it's a, it was a combination of all kinds of different action movies into one. Is it the best thing that's on Netflix? I almost, I almost liked the one that we watched with um, Chris uh, with um, Chris Hemsworth. What was that one that we watched? I don't remember the name of it. That was a good one. But no, I mean, enjoyable movie. Kind of sets the table for a sequel. Wasn't great. It's your typical action blockbuster spy. Oh, well, not really spy, but 
CIA type movie. You have to retrieve the asset and shadow ops and all that stuff. So if you're looking for just like a, if you're looking for a testosterone filled bro flick, go for it. If you're looking for something with some depth, probably not going to be for you. All right. There you go. We're going to move on from there to letters to the editors. All the questions, number one. Damn few answers. Here's another one of your letters to the editors. Make it so. If you have your own questions, you can send them in. Editorsnotecomics at gmail.com. That's the easiest way to get in touch. We'll read them out here. All right. Question of the week. Fresh question. Yep. The the freshest of questions. What excited you most from San Diego Comic-Con? I'm going to say... I think the roadmap for the next two phases of Marvel. They're definitely dropping more stuff. Like, Oh, yeah. Fantastic Four was in there. Jesus Christ, there was so much I didn't even mention. There was so, so much. much. Some D- of that. D23 is going to fill in a lot of those gaps. I think D23 filling in some of the gaps. I was also really excited to see the character concepts. It's like it was a live action concept art for the Picard stuff. I like that. I like seeing all the crew finally there doing their piece. Uh, yeah, versus just the voiceover just, from that first trailer. Exactly. So, I mean, it was almost like a live action, like the, it was a quote unquote trailer, but it was more like live action concept art of what the characters, what do we've always, we've been wondering, right? We've, and we've seen Riker, we've seen Troy after all these years. What did Jordy, what was Jordy going to look like? What was Dr. I gotta tell Crusher going to look like? What was. LeVar Burton LeVar, has yeah. aged fantastically. And he, like, he also got screwed out of being the host of Jeopardy. Whenever you see him, he has the coolest fucking beard. Dude. LeVar Burton. Is just a badass two things, motherfucker. Two things happen whenever I see LeVar Burton. I think of the DMX remix of the Reading Rainbow theme, and I just think of Jordy. He's he but is to see just, Warf, he to is see so all them. Cool. I think I think that really that really excited me the most. But if, I mean, overall, like you said, it felt like a Marvel Daredevil Comic Con more than it was like a big net of Comic Con. So I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the the roadmap for the next two phases of Marvel, knowing that we're going to get Avengers back in 2024-ish, I think, or 2024, whatever that was. But I think, again, the Picard stuff, I think that was really cool to get that image. Picard excited me. Lower Decks excited me. Um, Daredevil coming back for 18 episodes, which is so long, might be my favorite thing. And also just seeing, like, oh, he's going to be in She-Hulk. He's going to be in Echo. It's just, like, all Daredevil all the time. Do you, he's, qu- he's certainly not my favorite Marvel character, but he's up there. Question. Is Daredevil going to be the new Tony Stark? Are they building him no, up to be... No. But they are certainly... They're going, oh, hey, people love this thing from this. Let's uh, let's pump him up. All right. Yeah, I mean, I'm ex- you know, I'm essentially excited for, like, uh, Next Generation Season 8. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm there we go. About that. Yeah, that, that definitely got me excited. Yeah, probably that and Daredevil. All right. Those, those were kind of the ones that I was just like, oh, shit, we're... We're doing it. All right. I'm all for it. Yeah, Christ. All right. Is that it? That is it. All right. Well, if you enjoyed the show, please go to patreon.com slash editors note comics. A dollar a month gets you the show the day we record it, plus some stuff behind the paywall. And rumor has it that there's going to be some new behind the paywall content coming down the pipeline soon. There's a, there is certainly a discussion of it. All right. Well, see, there you go. That wasn't newsworthy enough, but there's the rumor mill. We're stirring the pot, baby. Also, rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. We look forward to your feedback. Help us. Uh, gain more exposure and grow the podcast. Give back to the community that we've built here. Let me expose myself to you. No, 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 no. We can't. You cannot. Exp- <laughs> it's a. It's not a visual medium. The only person you'd be exposing yourself to is me, and you've already done that multiple say, times. I was say, you've seen. I've it. seen. There's no mystery to you, Zach. <laughs> there's, yeah. there's no mystery behind those <laughs> no black shorts. Uh, let's see what else. You can also get in touch with us, editorsnotecomics at gmail.com. Any uh, suggestions, questions, and so on that you have. Plus, you can find Zach on social media on Twitter at editorsnotecomics. Yeah, I can, I can guarantee you three tweets in the next week about Better Call Saul. The, well, I saw one that you said, I had glee, I tell you glee. It was giddy. I was giddy, I tell you giddy. <coughs> Whatever. Uh, what are we doing next week? Who the hell knows? Uh, talking about my social media handle? At Junior Rich. Ah, uh, yes, on Twitter. And something else. Bye.